per se in many ways Shaiva iconography follows some older convention and this older layer of iconographic representation can be seen already around 500s of the common era in the works of the famous uh, naturalist Varaha Mihira. So he gives prescriptions for the representation of several deities and these include Rama, Bali, the Asura, the son of Virochana, Vishnu with eight arms and several other features, the famous Pancharatrika set of deities that is the Samkarshana, or Bhalabhadra, Samba, Pradyumna, and Ekanamsha, the four-headed Brahma, Kumara, Indra, Umasahita Rudra, Surya, Revanta, Yama, Varuna, Kubera, Vinayaka, and the seven Matrikas. In his descriptions, you see more or less their current form. And this is consistent with the fact that in the Gupta iconography, which is a little earlier or coeval with the Varaha Mihira, you see more or less the current forms of the day already established. Importantly, with respect to Rudra, we see two types of forms. One, the form of Rudra in an anthropomorphic state along with Uma and the other is the Linga. The Linga is explicitly Varaha So we may consider this as the arcade core of iconography upon which the Siddhantikas built a further set of iconographic elements. And most of these elements primarily pertain to the various anthropomorphic depictions of Buddha. Now, the anthropomorphism of Rudra probably has a very deep origin, going back to a pre-Indo-Aryan period. We may say it goes back to the Indo-European period, because as I have told you all before, we see certain parallels in the conception of Rudra and his orthologous deities, such as uh, Apollo amidst the Yavanas and uh, Odin amidst the Shula Purushas. So, when we look at that core and we look at the Vedic text, we see that Rudra already was conceived in quite an anthropomorphic form. And we also have some Vaidika mantras which do give him that anthropomorphic description which forms an important part of later depictions of him. For example, all of you all are familiar with this famous mantra. Tadam Satyam Param Brahma Purusham Krishna Pingalam Udhvaretam Virupaksham Vishvarupa Yavainamo Namaha. So this speaks of Rudra with uh, Virupaksha, that is with odd eyes. And that's an ancient uh, early Indo European feature. And additionally, it speaks of him as being Udhvareta, uh, which is. Uh, suggestive of his epiphallic iconography, which we see very early on. Some of the earliest images of Rudra, going back to the Shunga age, show him in this epiphallic form. And it appears that the Linga itself is an abstraction of this basic epiphallic representation of Rudra. In addition, he is clearly depicted as having three eyes, and that 
is what contributes to the anthropomorphic representations. In fact, the Trinetra is a very diagnostic sign of identifying Shaiva images. Beyond this, in the Vedic ritual, for example, the Ishana Bali, which every Arya has to perform once in a year, we have this mantra. Atva vahantu harayasa chetasa shvetairashvai sahaketu madhir vata javair balavadhir mano javairaya hishigramba mahauyaya sharvom nisha namavahayami. So in this invocation, which is uttered at the beginning of the Ishana Bali ritual in order to invoke Rudra, he is described as coming on a white horse. So already you have some conception of a vahana on which uh, he is being born. Uh, the white horse depiction does occur all the way close to our times, though the Vrishabha vahana becomes more uh, prominent over time. So now when we come to the Siddhantika period, the full-blown Siddhantika iconography, the conservative aspect of it is that it primarily still represents only those deities whom we saw in the earlier period, that is the Varaha Mihira-like texts, which is the prescription of deities in what you may call a more smarta context. Varaha Mihira is even broader than that in that he, while very clearly a Hindu, he does include within his sphere of depiction the two Nastikas, that is the Tathagata and the Nagna, how their idols should be made are also described. And beyond that we have the Manasara, which in my opinion is an even earlier text than Varaha Mihira's prescription of idols. And in the Manasara, we again have a broad account of deities, which include the Astika deities as well as the two Nastikas. So in that period, already there was a certain convention of the kinds of deities who were represented iconographically, and that continued in the Siddhantika prescriptions. Even though several new mantra deities emerged, not all of them are ever depicted iconographically. The Vidyeshwaras, for example, who emerged as part of the uh, Siddhantika matrix and are very important in the Siddhantika tradition, they are depicted iconographically. Chandeshwara, who seems to have emerged a little earlier in the Pashupata layer of the Shaiva Tantra itself, he is also depicted iconographically. But there are several other mantra deities who do not necessarily get any icons of them. Now, the Siddhantika tradition has a very clear uh, prescription in terms of sizes, and one such size account which is found in the Siddhantika tradition is that of the tala measures. Now, a typical tala is described as being 12 angulas in size. Now, this tala uh, seems to have an older origin because that angular measure, perhaps it has an ancient Indo-European or Eurasian origin because it also has parallels to non-Indo-European groups like in Mesopotamia and uh, we don't know exactly what was the origin of the angula in the old Harappan civilization. Uh, there's very good work by R. Balasubramanian, the late metallurgist, 
and also this French uh, scholar Danino who seems to have these uh, autochthonous Aryan theories which are pretty flawed but his work on the angular is pretty good which suggests that the angular did exist in the Harappan civilization and it may have been quite close in its value as a measure uh, to what was prescribed in the Vedic tradition. And uh, in the Vaidika tradition, we do see it very clearly being used in the construction of the Vedas as in the Shulva Sutras. Now, uh, the Angula itself has come down to our age in Western usage in the form of the inch, which is essentially what you may call the British Angula. Now, the Angula measures seem to have differed locally but they were approximately the same. In terms of Thala and its relationship to the Angula, there is a very peculiar prescription in that there is something called a Tem Thala measure which is effectively 124 Angulas and this is called the Uttama Dasha Thala. So it is the higher Dasha Thala measure. Then there is something called the Madhyama Dashatala and this Madhyama Dashatala is 120 angulas. And then there is something called the Adhama Dashatala. This Adhama is 116 angulas. Then we have something called the Navatala measure which starts at 112 angulas. And then there is the Madhyama Navatala, which is 108 angulas. And then there is the Adhama Navatala, which is 104 angulas. So these seem to be uh, distributed around a mean of 9 talas, which would be 108 uh, angulas, or a mean of 10 talas, or a mean of uh, 120 angulas. Now the deities are supposed to be made in these Tala measures and what the classic Siddhantika prescriptions, for example what you see in the Ajita Mahatantra which is widely used in South Indian temples states, is that Dhamma, Vishnu and Maheshwara should be made in the Uttama Dasha Tala measure that is with 124 angulas as their height. Then Uma Katyayani, Lakshmi, Chamunda, Saraswati, Maheshwari, Vaishnavi, Brahmi. All these should be made in the middle Dashatala, that is with 120 angulas as their height. Then in the Adhama Dashatala, it prescribes the making of Kumara, Indra, Surya, Virabhadra, Kshetrapala, Shachi, a generic Shakti of Rudra, Usha, Bhu, Varahi, Indrani, Kaumari and the two Ashwins. Finally, in the upper Navatala measure, that is the Uttama Navatala measure, the Deshika is asked to make Agni, Yama, Nirruti, Varuna, Vayu, Kubera, Ishana, Shasta and Kamadeva. If Rishis are being shown, they may also be made in this uh, upper Navatala measure. Now, the other deities who are made are described as Apsaras, who may be made in the 
ಉತ್ತಮ ನವತಾಲಾಮೇಶ ಕರ್ಣಮೋಟಿ ದ ವಿದ್ಯೇಶ್ವರಸ್ ಗರುಡ ಅಂಡ್ ದ ಗಾರುಡಸ್ ಗಂಧರ್ವಸ್ ಯಕ್ಷಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಎನಿ ಸಿದ್ಧಸ್ ಚಾರಣಸ್ ನಾಗಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ವಿದ್ಯಾಧರ ಘಣಸ್ ಏಕಾದಶ ರುದ್ರಸ್ ದ್ವಾದಶಾದಿತ್ಯಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ವಸೂಸ್ ಏಟ್ ವಸೂಸ್ ಇಫ್ ಯು ವಾಂಟ್ಸ್ ಟು ಮೇಕ್ ದೆಮ್ ಹಿ ಮೇಕ್ಸ್ ದೆಮ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಉತ್ತಮ ನವತಾಲ ಮೇಷ ನಾವು ಇಫ್ ಯು ವಾಂಟ್ಸ್ ಟು ಶೋ ರಾಕ್ಷಸಸ್ ಅಸುರಸ್ ಕಿನ್ನರಸ್ ದೆನ್ ಹಿ ವಿಲ್ ಮೇಕ್ ದೆಮ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಮಧ್ಯಮ ನವತಾಲ ದೆನ್ ಎನಿ ಅದರ್ ಗಾಡ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಎಂಟಿಟೀಸ್ ಡಿವೈನ್ ಎಂಟಿಟೀಸ್ ವಿಚ್ ಹಿ ವಿಶಸ್ ಟು ಶೋ ದೇ ವಿಲ್ ಬಿ ಇನ್ ದ ಅಧಮ ನವತಾಲ ಅಂಡ್ ಮಾನವಸ್ ಮಾನವಸ್ ಹೂ ಇನ್ಕ್ಲೂಡ್ ಡಿಬೋಟೀಸ್ like in southern india two kinds of devotees were shown the great tantrikas like aghora shiva deshika or uh, lay devotees sometimes the lay devotees might also be tantrikas or practicing brahmanas but they are ones uh, who compose shaiva songs in tamil and the like uh, they are shown in uh, the eighth tala measure which is one level smaller then the adhama navatara now notably we find that there is another group of deities who are shown even smaller these include the pishachas who are in the seventhala measure the kubjakas who are misformed somewhat dysmorphic ganas of rudra who are shown in a sixthala measure and these uh, we see them even in the old gupta vakataka um, sites suggesting that they have been around for a while and they are shown in that smaller measure and uh, ganesha and here probably what is meant is uh, the ganesha who is associated with uh, this gana group uh, they are shown in the faitala measure and uh, the manifestation of vishnu as vamana being small is shown in the fourthala measure and all other bhuta ganas are uh, shown in a three tala measure and uh, the vrishabha is also shown in a three tala measure so this is the size spectrum and the types of deities who are depicted as you can see the focus is on what might be called the common pantheon or the pantheon which is uh, seen across the hindu sects there are the vidyeshwaras but uh, they are probably the only exception other specialized deities of the siddhantika tradition we don't find them being uh, depicted here in any special way now in addition to these there is of course the linga into which i won't go into any detail right now at some other point we could talk of the linga um, we wish to since the evolution of the linga itself is a long story and it has its own interesting uh, features but uh, beyond these there are certain uh, shaiva deities or what you more precisely should be simply called the forms of shiva who are depicted now typically the siddhantika tantras they uh, recommend uh, the following forms that is the forms of shiva with the devi is with his shakti or shiva flanked by vishnu and brahma or shiva flanked by uma 
and Vishnu along with Sri. Then Shiva with Vishnu in the conjoined form, that is Harihara. This was very popular throughout the country and in the general Indosphere too. Ardhanarishwara, again very ancient depictions going back to uh, at least the Kushana period, probably even Shunga. And uh, then there are specialized procedures which are given for the installation of uh, Brahma, Saptamatrika, Vinayaka, Kumara, Chandeshwara and this peculiar deity who again has pretty deep roots going back uh, to at least the late Vaidika age known as Jeshta. She is the inauspicious counterpart of Lakshmi whom as you all know is already mentioned uh, in the Sri Sukta which is a late Vaidika text. And Jeshta is shown flanked uh, by her daughter Jeshta and uh, her son who has a buffalo head and then uh, there is Durga, various forms of Durga may be shown, Surya and Kshetrapala who uh, is the Bhairava ectype seen within the Siddhantika system shown as a naked figure and uh, the Avarana of all the Devatas, Saraswati and Vishnu. Some of these have uh, roots going back um, to an earlier period in the Kalamukha and Pashupata traditions where the same deities are again installed like uh, Vishnu and Saraswati are pretty integral parts of even Kalamukha temples. Now additionally the Pratishtha Vidhi may give details about the installation of the Trishula and the uh, Pashupatastra as also uh, the Golaka which is the encasing placed on the Linga and there are general uh, procedures for Narapratishta that is the uh, humans such as the Shaiva Tamprikas of note and the Bhaktas who sing these songs and compose the lay Shaiva poetry. Shasta, Shasta uh, Pratishta usually happens uh, in the Avarana Though there are separate Shasta temples who follow their own tantras, but that's not what I'm talking about here. Just like Kumara has his own tantras and there's a separate Kumara Pratishtha, though over time he was absorbed into the Siddhantika system and we have his installation performed by a more Siddhantika type procedure for which prescriptions are given by Aghora Shiva Deshika in his uh, Subramanya Pratishthavi. Beyond these in South Indian temples you may see the seven Kanyas who again in my opinion have a very deep origin. They are associated with the Pleiades cluster, uh, the cluster of seven stars. Though a lot of folk stories may be adduced to them especially in different locales of South India. But per se the deities themselves have an old origin in the form of the Kritika. Then we have the Kanya or Kanyaka Parameshwari as she's called in the South Indian temples who is an ectype of the old Arya, the old form of Durga. And she also gets a very distinct Pratishta in the Avarana. So this is generally the list of deities which you find 
in the Siddhantika Shaiva temple. Now there are other deities who are associated with the Siddhantika mantra procedure who per se don't have uh, special pratishthas. For example, you have Shivagni, the ritual fire in which uh, the oblations are made and it is supposed to be Rudra himself manifesting as the ritual fire. I haven't seen any special uh, installations of Shivagni. Now, you have detailed uh, Avarana stotras like the famous Panchavarana stava and this Panchavarana stava gives a detailed list of all these deities. There is also Shiva Surya that is the sun being worshipped as Rudra and Shiva Surya uh, to my knowledge doesn't typically get any Pratishtas. Though there are certain kinds of specialized temples which we find throughout India and perhaps even in the broader Indosphere, it's less clear about the exemplars from the Far East, where you have uh, a conjoined deity which may combine Surya along with Brahma, Vishnu and uh, Maheshwara. But per se the proper Shiva Surya doesn't get any Pratishta. Vagishwara and Vagishwari are usually understood as Brahma and Saraswati and they get Pratishta. But there is also an idea that Vagishwara and Vagishwari are actually Rudra and Uma who are taking on a Brahma and Saraswati like form as part of the Siddhantika ritual. And they to my knowledge are not really depicted in iconographic form though there is an enigmatic set of six uh, Brahma-like uh, icons from uh, the core Pallava region and uh, these have been identified by certain scholars as Vagishwara. But the evidence is limited and while they are clearly Shaiva icons because of the Trinetra, uh, but otherwise they are iconographically identical to Brahma, one possibility is that they represent a now lost cult which was centered on the Veda Purusha. Shiva is the Veda Purusha, uh, whom we find in Smarta worship, like say during the performance of the Mahanyasa as you all know. Then there are other specialized uh, mantra deities, mantreshwaras, who preside over certain mantras of the Shaiva tradition and we don't find uh, their installation in, the, in an iconographic tradition or as icons outside the iconographic tradition. There does seem to be a distinction between deities who are shown which seems to be an inheritance from a much older period and uh, deities who are not shown who are part of the uh, mantra tradition of the Siddhantikas having its ultimate roots in the Pashupata tradition which in turn inherits from the Vaidika tradition. So we do have a class of deities who are outside of the group who are depicted who are peculiar to the mantra practice and perhaps they relate to the fact that uh, these deities are the mantras themselves and uh, they are not to be shown, they are simply to be experienced as part of the mantra practice. So that essentially is an overview of uh, the iconography. There are details regarding the forms of Shiva which are shown. Uh, 
there are several more forms uh, which are various uh, depictions of Shiva in performing different actions which we could go into at a later time like Tripurantaka, Rudrash destroying the Tripuras who again has a deep uh, Vedic root or uh, Shiva destroying Shankachuda or Jalandhara and uh, Shiva killing Gaja or Shiva going as the beggar with the skull of uh, Brahma as his begging bowl and several other such forms. But these forms are not per se associated with special uh, mantras. They are what one may call the sports of Rudra which are uh, widely described in the Puranic corpus. So at some later point we might uh, talk about those in greater detail.